Welcome back to Self Revelations. It's your boy B Dab. And I am Juan Moreno. My boy Juanavelli. How you feeling? How's everything been? Man, everything's been going great, man. I really can't complain. Like sometimes I have to catch myself like not complaining because like it's kind of like a normal thing to do, especially when like a lot of things are going right. You always want to pick the what didn't go right. Mm. So I've been kind of just like being more grateful again. Like sometimes, you know, certain moments and uh, at times of life and you're so caught up in your goals that you sometimes get distracted and lose gratitude of what you do have in front of you. So I just been kind of catching myself with that, looking at my setting my intentions towards the desires that I want to pursue, whether it's my goals and just try to put myself in the best position to like get those goals mentally, physically and whatever process that I need to do. So by setting my intentions for the desires that I want, I kind of get closer each day, you know, it might take a little bit long or a timeline for it, at least I'm like working through it each day, like just doing like the smallest things because mm -hmm. it builds like momentum. You start to see like the hardest thing for people to do is to just get started. So sometimes you have to like let go of the idea of like a perfectionist and having everything like this podcast, like you look at episode one and then you look at it now, like just a transformation. And some people want this look on their first episode. And so they never start because they don't either acquire the stuff that they need to or they don't have a more of a um, pressure or they put this more of a discipline to get these things so they never get started mm -hmm. the fact that we got started with little to none but just a brick wallpaper like <laughs> bro the fact that we got started with that and then now we are here now that's some of the things that people don't do because yeah. they want the whole product they want the six-pack abs already yet yeah, you got to put in the work like you have to just get started yeah, so, yeah, so some of the things that I have been, you know, kind of working through and and realizing for myself. Well, what's some of the goals that you, you know, I know you were talking about earlier that that you kind of are striving for yourself, like as of right now, you know, are, are there, is it kind of the same as what we talked about earlier or is it is, is things changing as time's going on? I believe just the goals that I do have is kind of like self-centered, like my leadership like becoming better as a leader at work and my family and then setting the example for my friends. Like I have my individual, like personal development goals for myself. And then I also have the goals of, you know, setting up, uh, you know, generational wealth for my family to get them out of the financial burden of not having all the money and they're having them having to work, you know, for, for money. I want to remove that from themselves and my and myself. So I want to put my family in the position where they can do the things that they love, not do the things that they have to do to get mm -hmm. by in life. So I still have those goals of getting that house, the acre of land and, you know, making myself better and making the people around me inspiring. Like those are really my goals. My goal is to inspire people around me, inspire myself make myself a better person, put myself in position for when the opportunity comes, the way that I am and who I am is what's going to get me to these opportunities. And then, you know, cashing in on who I am and hopefully get in a position where I can create that generational wealth by just being myself. That's beautiful. 
That's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, you, you <laughs> couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> but no, no, I'm glad everything's you know going smooth for you, and you're you have these goals in mind, mm-hmm. and that you're striving for them because you know we. I mean, me personally, I can see it every day. You know, every time we talk to each other. I feel like you're either learning something new or you're doing something to move you in that direction. So, you know, I, I could see the the grind in your process. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, I salute you for that. What about for you, man? Like people might just think like, oh, yeah, he just wants the goal is to go to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have more goals than that? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, most definitely. Like, you know, especially with being in you know, the fitness world, like, you know, the past two years and really getting like a, like a kind of like a, a eye for it and seeing like the ins and outs of the, the, you know, a couple facilities that I've worked in and stuff like that. Like I really, I genuinely want to take like the fitness stuff to another level and I want to get into it. You know what I'm saying? So opening up my own gym, whether if it's out here or somewhere in SoCal or anywhere, mm-hmm. um, it's definitely something I want to, I want to do. Um, and, you know, making it to the league, all these things are going to fund that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my goal is to, you know, once I get to that level, taking care of my bread, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, taking care of my chicken. Mm-hmm. And um, and honestly, having these different types of, you know, revenue that that I can that I can have and I don't even have to wa- work. Maybe I can have my gym. Right. And I can have somebody else running it while I'm you know, sitting on the beach, you know what I'm saying? Or right. if I am running it, you know, having my classes or anything like that, you know, having more of a personable classes mm-hmm. and, um, you know, running it, you know, with myself or family members, you know, or setting people up, you know, that are in my circle to succeed. So that and real estate, obviously I want to get into real estate. So though, you know, making it to the league, Making that that money, you know, because you never know how long you're going to play, mm-hmm. but get into the league and, you know, funding these different type of things. That's what's going to fund it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that'll be the, the big that, the big life changer um, for me and my mm-hmm. family. What's the one thing that you've been like that's been within your mind this past week, whether it's like on yourself or the team environment or whether it's being consistent or the doubters like what's something that's been on your mind this week that you've been working through um the main thing that's been on my mind this week uh and probably probably the past couple weeks is regardless of the result being grateful for where i am because mm-hmm. uh, you know a year ago i was praying to be where i am now so whether if it's a win or loss whether if um you know you know, everyone in my family's here or not, like, be grateful for the for the situation that you're in now because always can be worse, you know. You know, your your answers, your prayers couldn't have got answered and you could be in the exact same situation as you was last year. You know what I mean? I, I just feel like I need to be I needed to be grateful. And I, I was, you know, once I'm when I'm meditating and I'm thinking and I'm saying these affirmations to myself, even reassure myself, like, you know, be thankful, be grateful for everything that you have, because, you know, everything that you have right now, all the people that you have right now are supposed to be there. You know what I'm saying? If they're not with if they're not with you right now, they weren't supposed to be there to begin with. If they are, then they are. They're supposed to be there. Right. You know, so um, the, for the main part, just being grateful for everything that I have right now. 
Man, how do you mentally de- mentally deal with the people like that's been in your life that has told you that not in a way that they're some people depending your situation like they'll tell you like oh you're not gonna amount to nothing or you're not gonna do this or like oh you think you're gonna do this for this long like that's not gonna happen like do you still have those those thoughts from like what certain people say still resonate you at certain times like you ever hear like a doubt of a certain person that has said something to you before no because honestly like i've been dealing with doubt and people telling me what i can and can't do my whole life so you know to start off when i was when i started playing football in manteca you know i would always hear like the percentages of people making it professional making it to the league percentage of people going d1 the percentage of people playing in college yada, yada, yada. it's always been like a percentage game or, or someone giving you giving spread putting their fears on you for something they couldn't do and oh you can't do this because this person is way better than you and they they didn't do this at the end of the day like they don't know where you could be a a, a month or two from now or 10 years five years from now so how are they gonna tell you your your future when they don't know it you know what i'm saying because the the work always tells you know what i'm saying i wasn't i'm not the tallest or the strongest guy but i'm gonna work you know what i'm saying and i know through hard work you know i can do anything you mm-hmm. can do anything through hard work you know what i'm saying oh you you want to get in shape you want to you want to be intelligent you want to do whatever it's going to take work you're going to have to study you're going to have to you know work out you're going to have to research what to eat how to eat um and all these different type of things to be successful right and to get better so in the same sense like if someone's telling me oh i don't believe you'll go to the nfl i just like okay like it's like in one ear out the other right you know what i'm saying because at the end of the day that's just adding fuel to my fire Mm -hmm. i'm still gonna do what i want to do you're just letting me know your opinion on it right right which doesn't matter anyway yeah you you gotta be quick right you gotta be quick to like deflect yeah because at the end of the day everybody has an opinion like i'm not gonna hold a grudge for you just because you have an opinion on me right it's just gonna be that much better when i look you in your face when i'm Mm -hmm. there and you say, I always believed in you. <laughs> you know oh what I'm saying? Oh, my God. You know you what I'm all saying? all these cousins coming like, up. Mm-hmm. Cousin, yeah. cousin. 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 Like, mm. What was this? What was but, this before, though? Yeah, because all, all my cousins that I have that, that, that I have right now, like, the main, like, you know, six to eight, mm-hmm. those are the ones that's always been around. You know so anybody outside of that, it's like, bro, I, I honestly don't know you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, I can't. I can't fake a bond now because I'm doing something. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. But I don't know. That's just that's just me though. How hard is it do you think? I think for me like it sometimes I have to be skeptical and try to like listen to the message more than the messenger, but you have to also be aware of the messenger. Like be skeptical be skeptical where what are the intentions? Like for me I always like correlate people that I want to be around or who I want to talk to based on what's your intentions what's your intent like with the words that you say do i actually feel that you're coming from a place that you want to genuinely help me and to make me better you want to be part of my life or is your intentions of you know making yourself sound better and you elevating yourself or you kind of creating an opportunity to get some type of gain from me because i've been through that type of stuff where i have to be kind of i still am to this day because of the way i was raised like I always have to be aware of the intentions. Like, are you trying to snake me? Are you trying to, you know, 
steal some money in my pocket? Are you trying to be in my opportunity? Are you trying to get, get with my girl? Are you trying mm-hmm. to do like these like things that you see commonly of like situations that either you've been in or you've seen even like a friend or an acquaintance that you had at that time do something where they try to be funny with uh, an opportunity, whether it's like money, uh, women, and uh, situational, even with jobs or positions, like you see situations where people will like underhand you. And I always think about that for myself, that I have to be skeptical of what's your intentions. Like, but I feel like once you know somebody's intentions, whether they're pure and they're actually coming from a good place, it's so easy to trust. But then there's some people you're just like 50-50. Yeah. Especially through, like, traumas you've already been through. Because you've been through a lot mm-hmm. of shit. Like, family that was first cousins type stuff. First family members. And some shady shit happened. So, it's like, with that, I don't know how I would react. Especially to just trusting people in general. Because I already have trust issues. So, when it comes to that, like, I don't know how I would react with with trusting people you know what i'm saying especially when it comes from that perspective so it's like somebody i don't know and they're trying to come in your life especially like now because you know you're you're doing a lot of stuff you're doing you know your leadership thing at work you're doing your podcast a podcast and you know you're flourishing so it's easy for someone to come into your life right now you know what i'm saying so and something for me is like like when i was going through hard times it's like I didn't hear from these people that are trying to come in my life now. So it's mm. like, why come in now? Because it's just going good for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's like the kind of hard part I have with like, like letting people in, you know what I'm saying? Accepting people and, and kind of like with their intentions, trying to find exactly what they want or if they were around me for a personal gain or for cloud or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. That's interesting because I I also think about like the word want lately. Like I heard it on like the Jay Shetty podcast with Big Sean. Like I had sent you it too. It's like a super good like conversation where they talk about a lot of ideas and perspectives. And one of them was like setting your intentions for to get your goals, and then also being aware of the word want, depending on like how you view it or your actions. Like if you want a lot of things and you've been getting a lot of things and you've been like pursuing it it's been working for you then that's great you know keep doing whatever's working you know if it's not broken don't fix it but if a lot of people don't pursue things or don't start like their goals based off like their ideas of what certain things are like work ethic what's work ethic to them or what's setting your intentions or what are you know doing things day by day to plant the seeds you know to get to that goal i always think about like not always think about, but I came to realization of like the word want from when I heard on that podcast of like, sometimes when you want something, it's because you feel a lack of not having it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that makes you ungrateful for what you do have. And depending on the person, sometimes people don't pursue whatever goal it is or whether it's, you know, becoming an artist or music or canvas or either pursuing any type of field that sometimes it's kind of like, what is your definition of, you know, life or what is it, was it, what is it you're trying to do within this time? Because like what I do want to ask you is like, 
what what does it mean to you when you hear like what's your definition of like setting your intentions setting your intentions like being direct and what you want to do mm-hmm. so like it, you know if it comes into the aspect of you know sports if you're genuinely trying to you know play at a certain level or whatever are you putting yourself in that environment to succeed like are you partying every weekend or are you in the gym are you lifting are you watching film are you watching football on the regular like are you doing the things that's going to put you in the best position to win Mm -hmm. you know what i mean versus saying you want to do something and your your actions aren't leading up to what you're doing right oh i want to I want to get back on the football field. I want to do this. I want to do that. But I'm drinking, smoking every single day. Or I'm not running. I'm not doing anything. I'm just talking about it. Your talking is not going to do anything for you, honestly. It's not going to do anything for you but make you feel a little bit better than what your situation is. And if you're really about it, you ain't got to talk about it. You can just be about it. Your actions are going to show. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it just it's just pure, like, just knowing your your true intentions when it comes to something Mm. bro remember uh we were talking about it earlier so you know like how i threw away a whole bunch of shit in the apartment i hate you yeah (laughs) Yeah. i literally threw away over a thousand dollars a thousand dollars or more like of things why didn't you tell me before you started throwing this stuff bro i couldn't i couldn't wait it was one of those things where like i had to get rid of this shit like I kind of felt bad too, cause like I I threw a hell of clothes that I could have gave to Goodwill and like I could have done donate to my cousins or somebody, right? But the thing is, like I needed to get rid of it. Like I felt like my apartment was starting to be a reflection of my mind, or I felt that the reflection that I want of me, not image, but like what I wanted for myself wasn't showing in my apartment like it was a mess it's like, a nice apartment what you doing? yeah it's nice but <laughs> like, like what you talking it, about even for me right like my version of dirty might not be that dirty to somebody else yeah, yeah, but yeah. i feel that you know it wasn't a reflection of who i want to be and where i'm trying to go everything was cluttered i feel like if you have a cluttered like living space you have a cluttered mind mm-hmm. it's kind of like when you like even for like when you have a car when you have like a dirty ass car and then you know after months or weeks you clean it and then you feel hella good. I feel like you're driving a new car again. So you're like, damn. And you feel more clear. I don't know. If, I don't know if that you can relate yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's kind of when you clean clean up your room or your your bathroom, whatever. You get that one day where you get tired of it, and you clean it. And you're like, damn, I feel real. How come I don't do this all the time? Yeah. Like, I, that's I, that's literally what I did with all my things. I had to like declutter all the mess in my surroundings to be more clear of my vision. I feel like you only have so much energy to put towards things and you don't want a lot of to do's a lot of, like you have to clean the room. The car is a mess. You haven't made, you haven't paid this bill. I want to pursue this goal. I got to make sure my relationships, my relationships are doing great. And if you don't have like these things in order, you have so many like different things that you have to focus on a lot of to do's. And literally when I threw away all those things, I literally had like a more sense of a purpose of where I'm trying to go. Like, it, I don't know, for some reason it got more clear. Like once I cleaned my surroundings after the accident with Selena, we, I didn't, I had like a reflection like last week or a few days ago and thinking like, damn, man, I really, we really went through a tough time. Like without kind of being aware of it, 
kind of like, you know, you just got to keep going. Like, I got to do this. Okay, do this. Take care of this. And then looking back in hindsight, I realized that, oh, wow, man, you really went through some shit like the last few months. Like, you know, got a got a new job, paid more money. Everything was well. Accident happens. Situation changes. You got one car now instead of two. You got to make sure she's okay. You got to take care of you. How's your family? A sickness is going on. Like, oh, damn. Like, from going through all that to now, everything is, like, kind of stable. It's like, holy shit. Like, you almost sometimes need to, like, fix the things around you to get that clarity again. Like, at least for me speaking, like, I have to make sure these things are taken care of or at least focus and take care of these things in order for me to see the vision again. Because I almost got straight away from getting the house and like my credit focused on these other things like the podcast and my friendships because of like the noise that was going on and the mess that I was kind of like the apartment wasn't dirty. Like it was just like disorganized. Things were all over the place cluttered. Once I cleaned my surroundings, my mind got clear. That's how I feel about like the, the, the room, like what you said with the room, like, your mind is a reflection of like basically your surroundings. Mm-hmm. So, like when I'm, <clears throat> like when my room is like messy, or like say I get back from a game, super tired, my room's hella messy, or say I'm like ripping and running, and I'm doing all this stuff. Or say my car's dirty, my room's dirty. Yeah, yeah. Once I clean everything, or like I move stuff around, I have this weird thing where I always move around my room like every like three weeks. Mm. I forgot what it's called, but I move around my room. I feel like when you move around your room, it feels like you're in a new room. Mm. Like it's just a weird thing. But when I clean up, when I clean up everything and everything's fresh, I can finally sit back and relax. Like I feel so much better, bro. Mm-hmm. I know exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. But yeah, you know, you getting all that stuff. That's what you needed to like get that tunnel vision mm. and back on your goals and what you have, what you have to do, like a clear vision. I mean, that's what you have to do. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's definitely something that's that I think I need to do a little bit of that too. <laughs> Throwing some some stuff out. And uh, and clearing some stuff up so I can, like, uh, basically push to that that next that next level. You can mm-hmm. say, yeah, cause like, bro, it was literally was like disorganized and I, and for months. So so basically, I was just coming in and out from work or like some days I wouldn't even touch anything. Like, and like obviously with like maintenance, like where it doesn't get out of hand, like the dishes are all over the place. Like you know we take care of all that stuff and the bathrooms, but. Like, we let it go for months, though, everything else. Like, the clothes, like, things were placed everywhere, like, randomly. And, like, it took, like, one week or one realization talking to somebody or hearing a podcast about how, like, organizing give you clarity. And all it took was that one day out of the past six months to, like, oh, shit, I got to fix this stuff up. And then you fix it up, and you're like, damn, I should have been doing this in the beginning. It's like, (laughs) like, holy shit, like. That's the funniest thing. Like organizing does really help like clutter your mind too. Man, I had a conversation. This is, I'm swaying away, but there was like a conversation I was having with somebody where they were wanting to, sometimes you, you like, for me, I get caught up in like lecturing or giving advice from what they feel like I'm doing. And sometimes I have to like tell myself, like some people just want you to listen and sometimes it's okay not to understand like or know like there is there is understanding knowing that you don't understand Mm. some people just want you to listen 
or just vent and sometimes they want you to respond or your idea of how to handle things and i believe people always want to like share their knowledge and saying that they know but a lot of times you actually don't know nothing of what they're going through or their situation they're in some people just want to like vent like let it go and because sometimes some people just keep a lot of things into themselves and throughout time it can build but sometimes people just want like somebody to like listen to how, how often do you like get somebody to talk to you about that maybe isn't even in your field or there were they play football like years ago that try to tell you like what to do and how to think like um basically the question i'm trying to ask is how do you handle how do you handle the people that that always have an input in what you're doing on the football field in general um for on the aspect of like people that haven't played yeah people that haven't played yeah it's like um like i said earlier like some people some people have really good advice like when even when it comes to like you know, the football aspect, even if they didn't play, say that, you know, because there's some great coaches that have never even touched a football. You know what I'm saying? So and some of the advice that I get, I get, I'd be like, oh, like, that's actually a good idea. Like or, oh, that, that actually is a better way to go about it. But, you know, sometimes even with people who are playing, it's like it's kind of in the in one ear, out the other. You know, what I'm saying, I hear you. I hear your opinion. But, you know, what I'm saying I'm I'm going to do what's best for me at the end of the day. And like, and it shouldn't be like, a, like rub anybody wrong. If you don't take their advice, like if you give your advice to somebody and they honestly, like they hear you, they hear you out, but they don't take your advice. Then it's no hard feelings. Like I, like you gave them your advice or if I'm giving advice to somebody and they don't take it, you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm just giving you my best advice to the best of my knowledge or my opinion. You know what I'm saying? So, um, when when it comes to that, you know, I'm just I'm real humble when it comes to it, but at the same time, I'm real cognizant of like basically my own well being because I got to this this point with I mean you know where I'm at with one other person, you know what I'm saying? And it's if it's not God, then mm -hmm. I, honestly, I nobody else has really guided me, guided me other than my my parents. Like nobody else has really guided me to, beyond this point besides God. So, um. I feel like all the advice I need is from from above. It's not gonna come from like someone or something, you know. Damn, bro, three games in. Like, how far do you like? How are you feeling so far on the journey of like actually being like in like the IFL so far, bro? This shit is fun, bro. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, it was bro. Fun being there. You see, <laughs> bro, you be seeing like in the sand, bro. That shit is fun. Yeah. I did not expect this much this fast. But it, it's amazing, bro. Like everything I dream, everything I was thinking about and trying to manifest, bro, it's like double of what I was thinking. Like it's so fun. And like thinking in my head, like a year ago, thinking about making plays and doing this and doing that. And mind you, I wasn't signing nobody. I didn't have an agent. Was just working out. Bro, I'm telling you, all that work paid off because, like, we get in these games and I just feel amazing, bro. No no aches, no pains in my body. I'm able to run freely, play free. You know, we have great coaches, you know, on our staff. And they, you know, 
they let us play freely. Um, you know, they make everything real simplified. Um, and we just go out there and we just going out there and having fun, bro. You know, and that's it. And it's so dope to see, you know, um, you know, looking up in the stands, seeing you guys, seeing my family, you guys all sitting together and stuff mm-hmm. like that, <laughs> together cheering, you know, taking pictures with you guys. You know, it's honestly, it's so dope because this is exactly what I wanted. You know what I mean? Like, it's exactly what I wanted. I wanted you know, my f- my friends, my family to have something to get together and come and watch or get together and, like, have a reason to get together. You know what I'm saying? Considering, you know, COVID, we've all been, you know, down for the past two years. We ain't had time to really kick it, all kick it with each other. Besides me and you, everybody else, ain't, we ain't had time to all kick it with each other. You know, my family, you know, all them coming to these events, like, they're going to remember that stuff for the rest of their lives. Like, they're going to remember these three games. Even though it's a long season, three out of 16, mm-hmm. you know, it's a long season. But they're going to remember this stuff. You know what I'm saying? And it just – it just, it, it's a great experience, bro. I love every second of it. And honing in and meditating and staying in the moment of what I'm doing right now is just making it that much better. Mm. Man, speaking on meditation, what does meditation do for you? Bro, it keeps me level-headed. It keeps me laser-focused, level-headed. It, I'm starting to do it before my games now. So in the days of my games, I'll sit and have, like, do my meditation and whatever, think of my affirmations, and then go into my prayer. And I'm sitting like uh, like crisscross. And um, I'm sitting there, and I listen to a frequency. I let my body get fully relaxed. Then I start, you know my my little affirmations or whatever and i'm chilling and then i just like don't think about anything for a certain amount of time i just sit there and breathe and then i go into like a deep prayer and then after that after my prayer i sit there don't think about anything kind of let my whole body relax it's like kind of like the calm before the storm right because i know once it gets to game time that's when i'm like turned up you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i let everything be easy i don't even like eating on the my day game days, as weird as it sounds, I don't even like eating. So when I when I meditate and stuff like that, I'll fast. I'll do like an intermediate fast, mm-hmm. and I'll probably eat like at one. I'll eat like a meal at one, and then um, after that, I probably won't eat again until after the game. So I only eat once during the day. In all reality, mm-hmm. just hydrate, 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 and I feel super locked in during the game. And I'm you know I do my 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 prayer and meditation and stuff before the game as well. But that's my main thing. That's the big one is when I wake up in the morning and doing all that stuff. Man, for me too, I feel like the less I eat or like a few hours before I do something, I have more clarity. Like what a clear clear stomach for some reason gives me like a clear mind. Like as long as I'm hydrated, like as long mm-hmm. as I'm hydrated, I feel like pretty great. Like without food in my system. You know, with 16 games – in a season, I remember. Uh, I don't know. You see, you seen a little bit of it. I don't know if you got a chance to hear it, the Devonte Adams um, interview with the Raiders when he got signed on. He had talked about that he feels that like a seventeen game season isn't enough. Like you do all this off season work for only seventeen opportunities. Mm-hmm. You only got seventeen games for you. It's sixteen games to put in all that effort, all that hard work that you put in in the off season. Also all the hard work that's building you to each game, each moment. Do you think like 16 games is enough? Well, I mean, my plan is to play 20 something games. Cause I want to win the United bowl. Right. 
so that's that's my my thing but you know 16 games you know i i yeah i wish we could play more because i want to make more plays i want to have more fun you know what i mean i want to get paid more to do it i love you know what i'm saying so yeah hell yeah i want to play more games if you ask me if if football can go year round i want to go year round Mm. you know what i'm saying and in all reality it really is but you know the the actual games we only get 16 games guaranteed and really that's not even guaranteed because we have a hundred percent with football it's a hundred percent injury rate mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you're gonna get injured at some point everybody has played football has got injured at some point even if it's just something as simple as like a finger like you jam a finger or you break a finger or something right. you know what I mean you're gonna get injured at some point so but hell yeah bro I would, I would love to play 20 something games throughout the year you feel I'll be thinking about it too it's like some people either like are with the idea of like oh yeah more games like 20 game damn season like more opportunities some people are like no like 16's enough Man, if anything we should play less games and so I always think about that too I, I was like I wonder what's the difference like what do you believe is the difference between people that want to play more games and people that think it's already enough um, the people that probably like don't want to play more games is between two things either one you're banged up um you kind of don't want to play that many games like you kind of don't want to play or two like you don't love what you're doing like you're just kind of like eh, whatever about it mm-hmm. like me I like bro i love football bro. This shit is fun as fuck bro like i i don't know like it's just something about it bro like everything about it like win lose or draw regardless like like obviously I'm I'm a competitor, so I I love to win and I'm super, super like um I'm super, super competitive. But at the same time, I'm still I still am happy at the end of the day because I'm able to do something that I genuinely wanted to do and prayed prayed for. You know what I'm saying? So it's fun, you know. I, I'm just I don't know. I, I just think the difference between the two is is, you know, obviously um they don't want to do it like they they don't love it or too like they're banged up injured and they're like, i understand that aspect of it like damn right. bro like like 29 games in a season that might be a little too much yeah it'd be a lot of damn football games throughout <laughs> the damn year at that point Hell yeah that's why the nba you know like with the nba season that's ridiculous that's od you know what i'm saying the, as many games as they play I forget it was like eighty five. Yeah, eighty five games. It's od, and sometimes they have back to back games. Yeah. So it's like, bruh, like imagine if you're banged up, like say you have a game in in Oakland, and then you have to fly out to to Phoenix and play the next day. The next day, you know jet lag too. Jet lagged, stuff. all that. They don't care. You gonna play these eighty five games yeah. or these? I think people forget too. People forget like everybody's always like caught up in like the outcome. Like you see somebody play a game and mm-hmm. like oh they'd have a good game or they have a shitty game, and yet you don't see like the process. Like everybody's always stuck on like the Instagram posts or like the mm-hmm. outcome of like the reward that they won or whatever accolade. Like that's why I always wanted like certain athletes. That's why I love like certain podcasts or certain interviewers that ask like hella philosophical questions or like more questions about the process, like the mind, the, the mindset and stuff like that. Cause mm-hmm. some people just believe like, Oh, like, you know, like you got to where you're at, like without thinking of what it took to get there. Mm-hmm. Like I was, that's always feel like, I think it's so dope when like certain athletes or like people in general speak about the process of, doing 
what they had to do and the mentality that they had to have and the hardships to get there in order to be motivated to get to that spot of whatever goal it is. Mm. I think that's like the coolest thing ever is when you hear like how like because you start to humanize people like some people like they look at a president like the president. But at the end of the day, like it's a human being like your mom's a human being. Your dad is whatever mistakes they made or whatever view you have of them. Like you have to remind yourself, even your siblings, your friends, whatever. Like they're human beings at the end of the day. They have things that they work through, stuff that they're not really good at that maybe might affect their relationship sometimes, like miscommunication, anger or whatever. Like sometimes you forget like people are just humans and they got emotions just like you do too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's facts. That's most definitely facts. Mm-hmm. Um for you, what what is something that's helped you push through those imperfections or to a point to where it was like you were hard on yourself because you messed up or did something that you weren't proud of? What helped you push through and helped you to be like, you know, everybody makes mistakes, you know, keep going, keep pushing to be a better person. I like to like analyze like why I made that choice, like what in retrospect try to see, because sometimes you're not really going to get it 100 percent accurate why you did what you did almost because you might have had a, th- a thought might have came in at the middle of that decision. You're like, all right, like, fuck it. I'm going to do it this way or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think I just let go of, like, being too hard on myself and understanding that, you know, I'm doing the best I can with each choice that I make, whether it's good for me or not, depending on whatever the outcome is. It's, like, kind of letting go of, like, the perfectionist, and I'm not going to get everything right. Like, I'm going to make mistakes as I should. Like, I want to, like, for me, I like to I like to make the mistakes early. Mm. And, like, that's why, like, currently where I am at mentally, I made a lot of mistakes early. So that also helped me be where I am logically, rationally, and emotionally, like be able to understand <clears throat> understand my emotions of why I made these decisions to then be better going on now forward. So I think just not being too hard on myself and like letting go any um, control. Like there's... I try to let go of control as much as possible because I can't control everything. Yet, you know, like for me, I feel as a human, I want to be a fixer for a lot of things. Like somebody's going through something that's close to me. I try to like solve it. And then when I don't solve it, I get more mad. or I feel more bad about myself not being being able to help the person than the person feels about not even fixing whatever issue they have. So I think letting go of control and not judging yourself to understand why you made those mistakes so you can grow from it. Like obviously the more you hold on to some type of grudge of mistake or a time where you were, you felt shame, the more you hold on to that, the more you kind of procrastinate the growth of you learning from that mistake, the more longer in years you hold it. Like you might hold on to something that you made a decision 10 years ago and for the last 10 years, you've still been holding on to it. At the same time, those 10 years, you could have learned f- from that mistake if you would have just accepted it. Yeah, facts, mm-hmm. facts, facts. And with accepting, you know, your mistakes and stuff like that, do you feel like that's like an anchor that's like, like an uh, anchor that's lifted or like a weight that's lifted off your shoulders? 
Yeah, definitely. I think like the moment you, that you let go, you kind of accept yourself and let go and grow towards other things that you probably wanted to pursue that got in the way because of whatever issue that you've been holding on. I feel like the moment you, the moment you let go of a lot of stuff, the, the easier you are to keep going in life. Like you just let go. You're not stuck in phases because of situations or ideas that you hold on to grudges, problems, mistakes, things that you should have, could have, would have done. It's always been like my philosophy too. anything that I think about, like, Oh, I wish I could have, should have, what if blah, blah. I immediately, as soon as I have a thought about it, I let it go. Like, no, like what, what, what is that going to do? Like me, it's like having a big ass pimple on your forehead and you keep touching it, like hoping it's going to magically just go away. Like, and you look in the mirror and it's still there. Like sometimes you got to just let that shit go. Like, let it go. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So you, you can't sit around and be like, Oh, I wish I would have done this to go to this place. I wish I would have done this at this job and maybe I would have got the promotion that I needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. So shake that shit off mm-hmm. and from here on out, proceed and build to where you want to be. Get to those goals that you want to achieve because you r- sitting there harping on this stuff isn't going to do nothing for you. Yeah, you got to just quit moping all the time, mm. like crying to yourself about something that you made a mistake on, depending on like how bad it was, whatever. Like you can't sit there and just cry about it. Like for me, I started like I used to do that. I used to mope or I used to like think about a problem for like days. I used to like hold on to anger for like days, months. Like and I started to see like throughout my years, like how much that shit would hold me back because I just didn't let go. Like I had to like get over the fact of certain things in order for me to keep going or keep pursuing my goals. Like I had to, I had to understand like, you know, you can't control everything. Like you got to let go of a lot of stuff or else you're going to be stuck forever in that moment of time of that thought. Like how are you going to pursue your goals if you're still, if you're still mad about what anonymous one-on-one said to you on Instagram, <laughs> like, like bro, like, or what your auntie that has two missing front teeth said to you when you were a kid. Like I, every time I get stuck in, in my mind about a certain thing, I also realize too, like the fact that I thought about this for like a minute already too long, I've just wasted a minute of my damn life. Mm-hmm. It's like answering a spam call that you thought was somebody and it ends up being like, hello, you forgot to, you know, sign up for a new car warranty. Mm. It's like the fact that I answered that phone call for five, ten seconds, I'm already pissed off. Like, <laughs> like I'm already like, I fucking wasted ten seconds of my fucking life just to hear this automated, automated fucking robot talk about our car warranty. Bitch, I don't have insurance. <laughs> nah, just kidding. <laughs> like, like, I, like, I just wasted ten seconds of my life being mm. stuck into a thought that doesn't do nothing good for me. I can't change nothing. Like, it is what it is. Yeah, it already right. happened. I can't control it. I can't fix it. I just got to move on and adapt myself. So when the situation comes again, I'll be better. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. And I, I, I seen this picture on, on Instagram. It was like, it was like a two, it was like two statue plates and there was a statue on the left and the one on the right was gone. So the one on the left said the thinker and the one on the right said the door and it had footsteps mm. going away from it. So it's like you sitting there thinking about your situation ain't going to do shit for you. You're going to still be thinking, be there thinking about it. Are you going to get up and and take action? Are you going to get up and actually be a doer? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's the motherfuckers that make it happen. You know what I'm saying? So 
you know, wh- whatever shit that anyone's ever been through or or have dealt with or relationships or or things like in life, you know, you got to get up and move on. You can't sit there and harp on it. You can't sit there and think about it because you're going to be stuck in this loop of 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 misery. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get up and move on and, you know, accomplish those goals that you know you can accomplish for yourself. That's so true, bro. I used to think, I still do to this day, but I'm more of a way, I'm a doer now by action. But, man, I used to hey, over, yeah. <laughs> I overthink so much shit. Like, <laughs> I hate you. Bro, I overthink so much stuff, like, to the point where I don't do nothing for a hell of long. Like, the moment I could have let go of something, like, I would have already been pursuing my goals. But, like. Man, I hate you so much. For <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Even, I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I don't remember what you said either. Oh my god! <laughs> Life goes on. <laughs> Short term memory. Oh my god! But no. Nah, um, but yeah, that's 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 big, you know. And I, you know, much like you, I'm a I'm an overthinker too. And you should be to the point to bro anything. Someone cannot give me a reason at all. It can even be in relationship. Someone cannot give me a reason at all. And I'm already thinking, she's cheating on me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That comes right. from that comes from insecurities and you overthinking. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like over time, as I grow and I like meet different people, I'm like, oh, like some people's like intentions, some people's like how they are. It's like they wouldn't even like they wouldn't even do you like that. You're making up these 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 random like um uh situations in your head and you're dragging in like baggage from other relationships into your relationship now and you thinking like they're gonna do you the same as as someone's done you before and you're bringing that over here and you're bringing those problems and putting those burdens on that other person when in all reality it's all in your head yeah you start like moving off like fake realities and fake yeah. scenarios in your head you start treating that person like they did something mm-hmm. and the whole time they didn't even do nothing so yeah. you're like you moving based off something that never even happened mm. oh timmy's timmy's wife uh cheated on him while he was at work you cheat on me yeah <laughs> you cheat on me while i'm at work <laughs> like, like come on bro like yeah, come on to, now I had, to, I had to get over like some like thoughts like that like like you know, just because it's happened to so and so doesn't mean it's gonna happen to you. Mm-hmm. Like, like I had to like stop comparing. Like, cause sometimes you get caught comparing and you think like something's really happening when nothing's really going on. Like you're actually all right. Like go on with your day. Like let go. Like you're actually okay. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. But you know, I think that's gonna uh, end up wrapping it up for this episode, brother. You know, this is I think this is a real good one. I you know I appreciate you, bro. And I appreciate y'all for coming out to the game the other day. For Great real, game. that shit, that shit fun was fun. That shit was dope. And then seeing all you guys up there, like especially after I came out and looked up, you guys were all like, hey, "Oh like, yeah, no, we didn't." That see was you. live. Yeah. That was live. That was live. I was, I was juice. But you know, uh, I think that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. Appreciate you guys for tapping in with us. Appreciate you guys for going crazy on the uh, the Instagram, on the TikTok, and on the YouTube. You know, we're at. Over 100 subscribers on YouTube now, you know, don't want to toot our own horn, but, you know, over 100 subscribers, 2,000 on TikTok, 1,000 on Instagram. We appreciate you guys, and let's keep climbing. Appreciate you guys. See you on the next episode of Self-Revelations. Sheesh.